It's time for Confessions of a Serial Salesman. Author, expert sales trainer, and serial entrepreneur Steve Noodleberg wants to help you change your life and your business using his 27 roles for influencers and leaders. Tell me something good. This is the Confessions of a Serial Salesman podcast with Steve Noodleberg. Here's Josh Cohen. And welcome to another edition of the Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast based on the book, as you know, in hardcover and paperback and audio book and all the way to number 58. Five, eight, Stevie, five, eight. Turn your mic on, champ. There you go. Turn your mic on. Yeah, just hit the blue button. There you go. We got some beautiful women in the house today. Uh, I see one. I oh. see one beautiful oh. woman. Oh, Michelle's here, too. Like this. Oh, okay. Like this. Michelle's right here, too. The yeah, have some of that. Uh, I, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little uh, salty today. Everyone's got solo cups with champagne, and, and I got nothing. And I got nothing. So, so here's the deal. The, the reason for the champagne. I can't drink the champagne. I got to go on the air from the ballpark right after. And this. I understand that because yeah. it is spring training. But yeah. the reason for the champagne is our friend Cheryl Clark is here. And this is her first podcast ever. Well, you sound surprised by that. Like most people, you know, do this all the time. They don't. Well, you know what? With her personality, I am surprised because as I Somebody told you before, she's very irreverent. She's got an opinion, a personality. Somebody should have grabbed her. Brand. Somebody I'm should surprised. already put her on. Is what I'm going to teach her how to do her own. Somebody probably we should have. really help the business. Well, she I is. Love that. She yeah. is your guest for episode 58, the president and CEO of uh, Beyond Proper. But I guess you're going Boston now. Somebody just said something about Boston, right, Cheryl Clark? So it was Boston. Well, why don't you? Yeah, elaborate, please, Cheryl. Welcome. Hi, I'm Cheryl Clark, and I am the CEO and president of Boston Proper. How many? We're not from Boston, and we're not proper. Boston Proper. <laughs> so the name is very misleading. Very misleading. The name is very, like hence, crematorium. Yeah, like hence the reason why we moved to Beyond, because we were like, if we're going to be digital and people see Boston proper, they're going to be like, ew, where Beyond proper, they're going to be like, yeah, and now we're I like the way you think, yeah. because let's be honest, Boston proper sounds a little bit like an overpriced condominium uh, complex <laughs> near uh, Quincy Square. Without a doubt, no chic or like a charm school. In women there. It sounds like like a charm school. Like your child is unruly. Perhaps you should enroll you them to go to Boston proper after school. Enroll him immediately for three hours a day at Boston proper. Yeah. Bad things happen. So beyond again. beyond is that's yeah, working for me. All right, it's working for me too. Well, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, so, so champagne. How many glasses are we in? Stevie, uh, you go first. No, I just had a taste. I'm not just a, a champagne taste. drinker. Cheryl? Michelle is. Well, but... Michelle and I are having a good time with the bottle. Let's just put <laughs> right. it that way. Well, that's the, the, the good news is it's a podcast. You can swear. You can drink. <laughs> Love that. You, you, can, you can do whatever you want. You <laughs> like can be I'm as, at home. <laughs> you can be as honest as you, as you possibly want and need. I mean, the idea is it's a think tank. It's a share of thought. There's a couple of aha moments. There's nothing to be nervous about. It's not an interview. It's just two old friends, you and Steve BSing. Which is really accurate. We met a couple years ago. I spoke to Vistage, which is a CEO peer-to-peer group. There was 18 CEOs in the room. Mm-hmm. And I stood up and started doing my dance. And Cheryl like received it really well, which when you're speaking, that is so important to have somebody in the room who like connects with you and is shaking their head and yes and sharing and so we had a cup of coffee i, say, I got a coffee invite <laughs> i got a she coffee got, invite she, she got a coffee and invite. today a champagne invite yeah so the next one might be like even like lobster i mean it, it keeps getting better well, we hope so we'll probably have lobster after this <laughs> there you go but um so we met we talked and she told me her story which i hope she shares today it's fascinating it's great i mean she's breaking barriers she's breaking stereotypes really today i want to talk about specifically dress code she's Helping women dress better in the marketplace. 
uh-huh. in business, in life, and it's such a hot topic in um, in business. You know, for my dress code is very different than most people. I have an article here that Wall Street is changing the dress code. And so so she is steering the ship in a way that I love watching it. So it's your podcast. Go. No, I think the most amazing thing about this is we recently did a whole bunch of customer focus groups because we want to grow. And the number one thing our customer said is, you're like the best resort and date night place to go. Well, first like, of all, t- tell, all about, tell everybody what you do because so, we, we don't know what you do. So Boston Proper is a clothing company, internet and catalog. We like to call it a magazine. Mm-hmm. But it's for women who are 45 and older mm-hmm. who want to be sexy and confident and look really good. We don't want to wear our daughter's clothes, so it has to be age, trend, and fit appropriate. <sighs> but Love it's it. all about building confidence in women so that they feel empowered to go rule the world. I mean, that's the mantra of the company. So the company's ideal is we know who you are, we're hyper-focused, and we know that you don't exactly know what you should be wearing from where right now, so we're going to make it simple for you. Simple and easy. We're going to curate a collection that's right on for you. Fantastic. But so, over the years, the collection got too, I would say, focused on vacation, too focused on vacation and night out, mm-hmm. and we had an opportunity to do work. And now we're talking about the business place. We're talking about the, the corporate world, that's the right. business world. So not wait, athleisure, which no. now is, which is you know, equally as important, if not more important, because you can take business to leisure, mm-hmm. not so much the other way. Absolutely. So, you know, so. And what's appropriate for women in the workforce is a big deal, especially with the Me Too movement and oh, all the things you. going on. You know, can I show some boobs? Can I show some sleeve, you know, arms? How short can my dress or skirt be? Right. All of that kind of plays into it. And you've got to do the right thing. And women want to they want to succeed. So they want to make sure they're dressed so, Steve, you wanted the focus today to be on dress code. That's what this whole idea is about today. Why is that so important to you? Well, so Why is it's it so relevant fascinating this to you? morning, my son who's staying with me gets up. He's about to go to a coffee meeting. Of course he's going to a coffee meeting. Yeah, like father, like son. Right, coffee visit. Mm-hmm. And he's walking out of the house. He's got a great polo on, got a great, sharp you know, pair of AG jeans, mm-hmm. great sneakers. I said, where's your blazer? He goes, it's just a coffee meeting. I mm-hmm. said, no. dude, oh, yeah. oh, stop the presses. Right. Who are you going to meet? You don't know who you're going to meet. You don't right. know what, what impression do you want this person to have of you? Do you think it's casual? You want her to think you don't think important? You know all of this. And we talked about. I want you to dress like people. You want people to address you, right? And so we just had the conversation, right? Wall Street. There's a story about Wall Street, mm-hmm. and then we have somebody who is actually leading right. women in a place. So now I get where it. They can dress provocatively. So- but, well, you know, not provocatively. Oh, yes, I think so. I think that there's yeah. a way that women can dress right and be given the confidence. Provocative, that right. by definition, though, is 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 a, is a lightning rod of a word. It is, is a it, is a polarized like provocative is, is it a the dangerous. Wrong word? It's a it's a dangerous word. Confidence it, is sexy. That you know what? Okay. People ask me what's sexy, and you know what I say. And they go, "Women, what do you think?" Sexy? And I, the number one thing, you know, the first thing I say is confidence. Confidence. Yeah. confidence. confidence. Period. So, so it doesn't matter if you're boobs, if you got a little boob, you got a little leg, you got a little arm, as long as you're confident and you're confident and appropriate. appropriate. There's a couple of ifs. Right. There's a couple of ifs for yeah. me. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I'm someone who's been referred to uh, by followers of mine and fans as being a social chameleon. Meaning one minute you're, you know, you're dressed like this with these people, and then another minute you're dressed with those people like that. And I guess the old expression came, you know, uh, when in Rome, make like the Romans. And I learned this from my single parent dad, who would, when he had to go to court, and, you know, he was an attorney in this rural town, he had a farmer kind of a suit. 
to fit. He wasn't faking it. He was just speaking the native's language, if you will. So when you tell your son wear a blazer, I'm the first one that it tells the young people all the time, you know, the way you dress will make an impression on people. And the first and how they feel and how they treat you. Now, I notice that when I wear a blazer and a pocket square, I get treated a whole hell lot better than I get dressed when I'm wearing like I am today, which is joggers and a T-shirt. When I'm at fights and well, when he I saw you Saturday night, mm-hmm. you were dressed. Was it Saturday night? Friday night. Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. He with, saw with you all dressed up. Blazer pockets. You guys sent jeans. me a picture. You guys right. looked amazing. Yeah. But, but, but that's a very different look than if you're hanging out. And, but people treat you differently. Yes. Absolutely. Don't they? Absolutely. And and on a plane. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about a plane. On you're a like, plane. maybe it's oh, comfort. Oh, my God. But you never know who you're going to sit next to. Correct. You never know who you're going to meet when you're waiting to get on that plane. You never know. And so being ahead of that curve and always kind of putting yourself out there in the right way, it matters. See, now, Cheryl, I like to kind of bait people. I hate to say that. But but I do, but I do. And I like to be underestimated. And it's kind of what's driven me it's kind of what's driven me in life. I've gone to car dealerships and I've been wearing shorts and a t shirt yeah. and I've not been treated well. And I've not been given respect as a potential buyer. And I was told there's a wait list for the vehicle I was looking for. If I wanted to put five grand down, they would call me and blah blah blah. And so I left my card. As I'm heading out the door, it goes, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. That's you? I'll never forget this as long as I that's you. You know what? Dude, we love you. We love the show. Come back here. I don't want to buy a car from you now. Yeah, you know yeah. why? Because you changed your opinion. You didn't treat me right in the first place, but you changed your opinion because. So whether we like it or not, you know as well as anyone, Cheryl, that how we are dressed and how we are presented, people shouldn't make those judgments, the prejudicial, because they are prejudging by definition. But the reality is that's the way the world operates. That is the truth. That's just how it the, works, whether the, you like it or not. The best thing about the change that's happening, though, especially in the fashion industry and especially for women, is that age and size have become so much more open. Runway shows now have women of all sizes on the <laughs> runway, all ages on the runway. That's a breakthrough. Because that's relatable. for women. But that's where the world's going. You know, 10 years ago, that was not where the world was going. They you didn't were, even exist. Right. I, yeah. There was no way. Right. I mean, you were, I think they used to say, wait, wait, once you hit 25, you couldn't be a model anymore. Right. And once, I mean, after size two, there was no opportunity for you. Now, we're trying so hard to try to get the size 12 and the size 16 models to come model for us because we want to show that we're embracing the world today and the world is about diversity across every single... And relatability. And you see it in commercial marketing. I'm walking through, I'm not going to say the store, but their logo is a bullseye. And I'm there last night because I need some household items. (laughs) And I'm walking up the aisle. I'm walking up the aisle. And the women's fashion is on my left. And I pay attention to trends. And I pay attention to colors and schemes and where we're at. That's just what I do. It's what I've always done. And I notice a very clever sign next to a mannequin. The mannequin doesn't have a head. It's a body wearing a dress. And I'm good with sizes. And this is a size 14. And so I go over and I check. And sure enough, it's a size 14 on the dresses with the belt. And the sign said, who, what, where. No, wait. I was literally just talking about this with my But the where said W-E-A-R, right? Yes. So you understand. That's the universe brought us all together. We talk about it all the time. Happens all the time. And so there you have it. I literally had a conversation not an hour ago with our creative director because he was in in the Glendale Target. Mm -hmm. And he said, who, what, where has this whole line with Target? And it's so diverse and it's so open. It's so amazing. Because there's a lot more 14s and 16s in Target. There is zeros and twos. In the world. In the world. But walking through that aisle on their way to whatever it is they're meaning to go get, they stop. And I nodded. I stopped, turned. I got a little smirk on my face. And I was like, well done. And this one woman saw me talking to myself. And I think she thought I was crazy. 
but we all know well, I'm crazy. Well, you are anyway. crazy. Right. So, right. Let's, right. let's just get that. So that's just that's 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 a new era now of let's be inclusive. Let's pretend that everyone is cookie cutter. Let's pretend that this is what the ideal image is. So in business and in sales, just like in life, people buy confidence. If you're not confident what you're wearing, it p- creates a challenge before you even get in the room. Mm-hmm. So being confident, and I'm fortunate that Michelle has helped me take my brand to the next level and be more confident with the types of shoes. But she told I you buy. change your shoes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm wearing patent leather shoes. That six years ago, I, I looked at her like, you know, or eight years ago, I was like, yeah, you're out of here. And not, they're Navy patent, Navy. which takes it even a step <laughs> Another above, Navy. let's just yeah. be clear. You, you, you started with a blazer, and yeah. then you added pocket squares, and then you said, I'm going to wear a t-shirt under my blazer, it's my but, look. And then she said, put the shoes, and so you've continued to develop your brand. So the significant thing here is the confidence, having somebody to support you. So as an organization, the fact that they're committed to giving confidence to women not just the clothes the clothes can change Mm -hmm. but to such a degree that she actually models the clothes all over social media you know here i'm not just the ceo i'm wearing the clothes i'm showing you how you wear i'm living it i love that yeah you know that's as genuine as it gets it's like listen ladies i'm not talking down to you i'm talking with you here's what it's a huge difference a huge difference you know so it's authentic in what you talk about in the book ceos they, they say, well, I want my brand to look like this. I go, I don't give a shit what you want your brand. To, your brand is what it is. The perception so is the reality. Show it, and you know, you got to be willing to show it. It's not aspirational. You can't just say, well, I want to be like that. Being genuine and part of your clothing is that way. And you can spot people mm-hmm. who are really uncomfortable yeah. with what they're wearing. And 100%. It's a shame. It's a shame. Cheryl, so much of this, you know, Steve's talking about, you have a background in branding, and I think I read earlier, uh, Gap. Gap, uh, yeah, Gap, so, 16 years. <laughs> so so I often talk about brands and brand perception. And I'll do this with people of all walks of life and any and all conversations because I'll go, all right, rank these for me from kind of luxury to basic. And I'll say, Gap, Old Navy, Banana Republic. And they'll go, well, Banana Republic, that's kind of fancy. And then Gap's like super nice. And then uh, Old Navy is, is, you know, like, uh, is, is like I can wear that to the beach and that's just kind of like common everyday family. And I go, same company. Same company, just different. Le- Toyota had Scion beneath and, Le- and Lexus above. Right. And each brand evokes a, a different emotion. And understanding that is the key kind of to all this, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, the story behind Old Navy was that when Mickey was, the whole thing with Target and Walmart was happening, he had never been in the store. He, he flew a plane, private plane, went, was doing a store trip, went into a Target, and he was like, we can do this better. Mm-hmm. And by golly, we can. And Old Navy basically was created from that trip, and we did it. It was amazing. Like we with Old Navy, it was all about making it stylish, chic, fashionable, but fun, mm. fun, family. But brands evoke an emotion intentionally, and so what you're building a business model around is the idea that hey, you're not sure what you should be wearing. You are confident and powerful, and you know how you want to be perceived and how your brand, professionally and personally, wants to be. Let us help you uh, understand this is exactly what you need to be in. Absolutely. And with the world changing, I mean, women in their 40s and 50s, they're, they're like it's at a the new pinnacle 30s, though. of like, This is like the pinnacle of your life. You've got everything going on. You have experience. You have money. You have children. You have, like, you've got it going on. So take that power and dress with confidence knowing that we basically can help you. Like, you don't even have to think about it. You buy something from us, I promise you. You're going to go out there and you're going to be looking 
totally chic and absolutely confident that it's the right thing for you. But don't you want to buy from that brand? Yeah. I mean, she lives and breathes the brand. Well, I'm not a 45 plus. I'm not a 45 year old plus woman. But if I were, I would be like, they're going to help me get into what it is I know that I need. So I want to make sure I get this in. So I was fortunate to hear Cheryl speak recently. Uh, She was nominated as a woman of influence. That's what that was. Very nice. Congratulations. So she stood up in front of a room right here at uh, Brightline. Mm -hmm. They did it at at the train station. And a couple of things, a couple of takeaways from that that were great. Number one is how you started with Bloomingdale's. Yes. Was, I think, a tremendous story for people who say, you never know. Please, (laughs) share, because we all love a you never know. So my story is that I grew up in a very strict Italian Catholic family in upstate New York. My dad was a first generation. We're upstate. And he was a lawyer, Schenectady. I know Schenectady well. No way. I know know Niskiuna. I know, uh, no, I know, uh, Mohawk Mall, uh, Mohawk Mall, Niskayuna, Schenectady. That is also scary. That's an Amtrak stop on exactly. the way to, uh, on the way to Utica, Rome, and Syracuse. <laughs> so, true. so this is so true. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I'm this girl growing up in this, this place. Pat and Riley's from Schenectady. Pat, of course he is. My yeah. dad went to high school with Pat See what I'm Riley. saying? See what I'm saying? It is a small Did we world. just become best friends, you we and I? We did. But it goes back to, you never know. You never know. Everybody's connected. Who, what, where? I mean, I saw that yesterday. You come in today. You and I are best friends now. Steve, have a great day. We don't See need you. you. Take care now. <laughs> so Bloomingdale's, you never this know. This is now the Cheryl Clark podcast. So I told my dad I wanted to be a buyer. He's like, what does that mean? You're going to be a lawyer. And I was like, no, I'm going to buy fashion. What is that? Anyway, long story short, I end up at Bloomingdale's. And the best part about it is on my first day, I get my job. You have to pick in a hat, and I open up my piece of paper, and it says the Bloomingdale's Bakery. <laughs> and you're like, that's not buying, that's baking. <laughs> well, and you're like, who even knew they had a bakery? Right. And like, what does this have to do with anything I wanted to do? Mm. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I was like beyond devastated, right? I'm like living like... I have to take three trains to get home, walk a mile. I'm living in a garage. I got no money. And now I'm like the Bloomingdale's bakery trainee. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not the fashionista I thought it was all going but to be. But you're in the building. I'm in the uh, building. And perfect. you know what? Opportunity to be the best at whatever life mm-hmm. puts in front of you. What yeah. a takeaway. Embrace the journey. Right, now get so right, wait, 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 come, wait, come wait, next wait, to the mic. Wait, Please wait. come to the microphone. No, to the microphone oh. on the podcast. Embrace the journey. So this is my new tattoo I uh, got Friday. On your right inside of your forearm, in cursive, which is a dying art, it says embrace the journey. Because if you don't embrace the journey, if you don't take every opportunity to learn from the journey, to take from the journey, you are losing out because life is short. And I embrace, I embrace that bakery time like nobody's business. And we created muffin tops. Muffin tops. That pan that only makes the top of muffins. Like, and now I help women hide muffin tops. (laughs) You went from making them to hiding them. Absolutely. (laughs) Think about that for me. Can't make this shit up. No. no. It's, It's like an arsonist that works for the fire department. Right, he starts the fire, then he puts it out. So right. here's the muffin top. Yeah. Now you got a mun top. Let's get you some clothes that you did. Well, you don't. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was the first thing I wanted to, to, to get out. And then the second thing was, you know, she's great. She's talking. The first time she dropped an, uh, dropped an F-bomb, you should have seen the people in that audience. They were like. Oh, this was at the uh, ceremony of influence? You know but it was so real and so genuine. And it, it wasn't yeah. forced. It was like the right time to say it. And I loved it. I wanted to stand up and start cheering. Was it intentional? No. Okay. Right. I, I you could talk. tell. You could tell that it was the right time, the right place. That's just what 
the word should be. Because you're authentic. I, I am. And I would and, bet and, you in all of those interviews, there isn't one person that dropped an F-bomb, you know, which is great. I think that makes you who you are. People mobbed you afterwards, you know, telling your story, doing what you did in the bakery, all of the things about your journey. And then you told people that night you were getting a tattoo. Yes, and I did. And a tattoo is a I very your first ever personal first thing. First ever. Very nice. But so, meanwhile, I have, a, I have a 23-year-old daughter who's covered in them. There you go. So, you know, how does it all work? And you know, Yeah. I, well, it'll always be a reminder. Exactly. And it's also a conversation starter. Yeah. And it's always something people to go, ooh, explain that. What does that say? What does that mean? Like, Steve wears the blazer in the pocket square. I wear the blazer pocket square. I wear lapel flower. I mentioned it. He mentioned, Mark mentioned the the, always wear lapel flower. He goes, always. Josh does a pocket flower. Always, always wear lapel flower. And you know what? Women always say, ooh, I like that. Ooh, I love that. Ooh, is that real? Where's that from? (laughs) It's silk and it's from Amazon. But thanks for asking. But I wear shoes that are. You bought me as a gift. You bought me a flower. Yeah, no, not today. Not today. I'm wearing sweatpants <laughs> today. But I wear shoes with, uh, I got six pairs of shoes that got spikes coming out of them. Love them. They're because, what? because you know what it is? It's people to go, oh, I like your shoes. Where are they from? Or, oh, it's a way for them to engage. Now we can talk business. Well, you dress we can make friends. to the nines. I mean, he's very connected. I wear jeans. I wear jeans, though. But, but you're very connected to the fashion community in Palm Beach. Sure. And that is a perfect segue to talk about how good CEOs give back. And you have an unbelievable charity event coming up. It's the 10th. It's annual? the 11th. 11th. So last okay. year 11th of April. This is, wow. the, it, this is the 11th year. But it, oh, wow. It's the 11th year. I yeah. thought for some reason it was the 10th. So it's good April for you. 11th. It is April 11th. It is the proper fair, the Golden Gala. Mm. And it's an amazing opportunity for people to come and have a, a great time. And really, the Achievement Center for Palm Beach. All right. So, so, so the event is called. The, the, it's called the Proper Affair. Okay. And, and it's it, to benefit whom? It's the Achievement Center of Delray. Okay. And Family, what do they do? They basically literally help so many people in the community of Delray. The families, the mothers, the fathers, the, the kids, everything. We've, we've almost donated about a million dollars over the, wow. the course of the past 11 years. It, they teach values to people. They teach the things that my, my mother taught me. Make your bed. Set the table. You know, those are the things that we take for granted, but not everybody knows that. So, mm-hmm. again, it, it kind of goes back to Steve's rules. If you think about Steve's 27 rules, those rules are the rules that most of us grew up with. They set the core foundation for us to understand what's good, what's bad. How do you navigate in life? And a lot of people don't have that. Right. So this is an opportunity. This this charity, this this company, they... They literally teach those values. So this is Thursday, if memory serves me correct, yes. April the 11th, yes. and it's to benefit whom? The Achievement Center of Delray. And where is this event happening? Harriet Here. Himmel Theater. Right At the here. Harriet Himmel Theater. Yeah. It's a blast. Michelle will actually That's be a great venue. Michelle's going to be a model She's again. A, <laughs> she was a model Michelle's going to be a model. Yeah. No, second year. So now, you know, when a model's the second year, <laughs> she gets called back. You get called show. back. <laughs> That's a call back. Yeah. yeah. It That's, means she was like spot on and They happening. raise a lot of money. They have a really good time. Mm-hmm. I think they, you need an MC, right? We right. do. Hey. <laughs> Are you, are you guys pass me your card. You might I, I'll check real quick. But if, if I'm, if, listen, out. if I'm available, I, you know I would love to help you guys. I, if I'm available, I'd love to help you guys. Um, I'm on the air till 7 p.m. that night. I'm on the air till because it's the Masters. It's, oh. So I'm on the air till 7. So if you'd have me, you know, at 7.20, then, well, I'd, 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 I'd be happy to help. We'll figure it out. I'll okay. drive the whole night. Yeah, I mean, we will figure something out. Yeah. Be happy to help. I mean, I mean, it's the right crowd. It's really a lot of fun. 
it, you know, and to see the the fashion show is amazing. It really is a blast. I mean, it really, really is fun. So I, I appreciate your support, my friend. That's yeah, awesome. no, I'd be, I'd, yeah. be, I'd be happy to. Right. Didn't um, mean to put you on the spot. Yeah, but yeah, I, listen, why would I not help my, my new best friend? I, I, you know, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I got to tell you, man. I understand. <laughs> like, okay, I gotta, I'm going to go back and be like, social media. How do I kind of, I got to be on everybody, every place you are, I'm going to be. So what you've oh, learned. Oh, he's big, big on Instagram. Well, if growing, there's baby. three things that you've learned that you would have a chance. Oh, say there's a 22-year-old girl who doesn't come from the strongest family background, who had to find ways to get to college, pay tuition, graduate, survive. She just graduated. It is now May of 2019. She's in the middle seat because she couldn't afford to pay the 29 bucks to upgrade. You're on the window. Yeah. And you say to her, um, so you just graduated. She said, yes, ma'am. And you would offer her three, is a developing young woman of confidence with dreams, goals, aspirations, three things you would absolutely tell her that she must do or must not do would include what? The first and foremost is do what you love. Figure out what you love and figure out how to make money by what time you out. love. What the hell did she do? Have I ever sworn on this? Goddamn. I tell people what did all she the time, just say? do what you love and the money follows. Right. Unbelievable. How and, many and honestly, I'm not taking that from him. Un- I, right. Every day I love what I do. On Monday mornings, my husband's like, shit. Like, why are you so happy? It's Monday. I love what I do. Do you understand that at least six times a week, I will tell someone that I don't know in real life, figure out what you love to do, figure out how to get paid to do it. Yeah. That is success. It is. Uh, So here you go. Three amazing examples of that. Okay. Okay. Number two. You've got to work hard and you, it doesn't, like, when I worked at Bloomington, there there is not, I mean, I was, I we literally in the bakery. We had that thing that. So I've been living living in Florida for ten years, and and in San Francisco for sixteen. But that thing you scrape all the snow off your car from, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever that thing is. Yeah, we it's had called that. The scraper. It's called scraper. Oh, scraper. Yeah. So that's how we scrape the crumbs off the counter. I, I di- It didn't matter. I cleaned bathrooms. It didn't matter. You have to do. You have to pay your dues. You got to do it all so that you can then, at some point in life, understand and have empathy. For the whole, all the roles, you've got to pay your dues. It's important beyond paying your own dues, but to keep that sense of humble for empathy, to understand that the person who's just starting at the very beginning of all this, what their day is like, With, what their life is like. Without a doubt. The girl in the bakery. When you go to Bloomingdale's, you look at the girl in the bakery and you think of her differently, even now, years later. And, you know, I started my life as a waitress. I mean, and so whenever we go, and my husband was as well. So, like, he, he's always, he's known as the over-tipper, but... Because we have empathy. Right. Because right. we lived, we walked in those shoes. Yeah. And when the when the, the the one person who gave us an extra like tip, and we actually could go out and do something special with it, right? It meant so much. Three to extra us. dollars to a kid in college. It, it may not mean a lot to you if you know if the check's thirty bucks and you're tipping you know ten bucks instead of the standard six. That four dollars is. Is is that train ride home without a and doubt? And the ability to buy some coffee no, or soda. Without, I mean, I literally remember when I was a, a trainee at Bloomingdale's, walking the mile to the the Long Island Railroad to, to catch the railroad. Then the I had to take the wow. Yeah, yeah. I was in Bayside, Queens. Mm-hmm. Bagel or paper? The paper will make like wow. there's no phone back then, right? So the paper will keep the my mind occupied while I was on the train. The bagel was. Substance, like you had to make a choice. Yeah. And then my last one is embrace the journey. Mm-hmm. the The journey is life, and if you 
are always looking at what's next. If you don't take time in the moment to appreciate where you are and the learnings where you are, you're going to be sorry someday. Yeah, I tell people all the time, you know, you talk about the journey. I go, your life is the journey. I said, you know what the finish line <laughs> is? What? I go, the finish line is the grave. Yeah. So, oh, you know, wow. I mean, literally, it's too like, late. <laughs> the, fin- the finish line is when they put you six feet under the ground, right? And Not they throw dirt. Because the journey is the entire, that's everything. But people are in a rush to get there. There is no there. There's only now. Live in the now. Enjoy the now. Those are Steve, three you know, big wins. Those That's are unbelievable. And, and that was today. not scripted. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Nor should any of Campaign induced, life induced. That was reality. Cheryl Clark, life is unscripted. Without people think they're going to make plans, and this is where I'm going to be in three years, and here's my plan and goal, and then they get sick, or somebody gets fired, or a company goes out of business. You got to live in the now. Plan for, hope for the then, but you got to live in the now. You got to embrace the I mean, journey. Five years ago, do you think you'd have a tattoo? No, without a doubt, right. no. So it's just you're open to what life is bringing you. That That is so key. That's why I just love being around you. You're so open and aware. That's the richness in life. That's the good stuff. That's where you get all the good stuff. And I think it shows your team that you're flexible to learning, mm. right? You, you don't go in with this, I'm I'm this executive. I have all this experience. I know it all. I don't know. You I don't know You shared that at the thing the other without night. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. I am so Vulnerability. Open. Wow. Yeah. You it's can, important to know what it is you do not know and to let them know that sometimes you don't know. Yeah, there it is. Right. There it is. Um, the tattoo, by the way, is very visible on the right forearm. It is the perfect font. It is the perfect size. It's in the perfect location. I would have guessed that you've had that forever. He's just kissing ass. No, no, no. I'm never nice to your guests, and I'm never nice to you. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, honestly, don't think for a second. I, I, I thought that was there for 15 years. So congratulations on that. It is now um, It is beyond proper. Beyond proper. Beyond. Yes, indeed. Cheryl Clark, president and CEO. Uh, thank you for joining us. You were so amazing. Fun. You were amazing. Congratulations <laughs> on uh, on all, and hopefully I'll be able to see you on April the 11th. Absolutely. And hope is not a strategy. Yeah, no, that's true. I didn't say try, though, because you yeah. know what, Yoda. Yoda <laughs> Michelle says, thinks hope is a strategy. So. Oh, yeah, well, with hope, anything is possible. <laughs> without it, nothing hope. is. Yeah. Right. I didn't say try. So, you know. You know how I feel about Yoda. She calls me out. As do I. <laughs> like nobody's business. Uh, information on the event will be on Steve's social media. We'll post It'll it, be yeah. all over here. Be here as well uh, again it is beyond proper thank you cheryl clark it was a pleasure thank you that was so fun steve we don't tell people what's up or hey man how you doing because we don't know it's just small talk instead we ask them to tell us something good so as you wrap up put a bow on number 58 why don't you tell us something good my man so aside from having these two incredible women in the room which is great and i totally honor and cheryl's respect. here where's the other oh michelle oh, she oh. Twice. so we're playing uh, free and loose with the term great Okay, I got it. I got it. I, got it. I mean, she's a decent woman, but would you really say great? She's an awesome woman. She is an awesome woman. I'm incredibly great she woman. Is. Yeah. She's confident. She, oh, she likes to bust my stones. Yeah. She likes to bust my stones. So, so good. You know, I got two older sisters, so I like to bust this right back. This will not end when the podcast is ours. Yeah. But here's the good news, is that my I am the proudest dad that my son is taking his talents to Palm Beach and joining the business world. So Mark Doodleberg is coming back to Palm Beach and uh, well, congratulations. stay tuned for a big announcement that's coming soon. I'm just super proud of him, man. He's pivoting his career. He's embracing the journey. He's taking what he knew, and he's going to bring it 
Yeah. And uh, I'm so proud of him. So yeah. congratulations. Congratulations, Mark. Mark. That's great. It's nice to have more family, right, in, in town? Um, you're kidding me? I pinch myself every morning. He's here, man. Amen. So, Listen, for Steve, it's uh, Josh saying uh, thank you. And uh, want to go for 59? Let's do it. All right. Well, listen, we appreciate the listenership, of course. Thank you again to Cheryl. And we'll catch you next time for episode number 59 on Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast. So long, everybody. Oh,